Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome to From the Streets to the Pulpit. Today we're going to talk about uh, something that everybody deals with, and that is baggage. In addition to baggage, we're going to talk about luggage, uh, which is the opposite, but somewhat the same thing. Um, it's oftentimes that, that we kind of forget about the luggage. Luggage is um, the, the good things, the good things to hold on to that inspire you to to do better, to be different, to to grow. Baggage is what weigh you down, what hold you back, what keep you from thriving and almost uh, smothering or suffocating you or growth in your life. So tonight's going to be very interesting. We're going to get uh, quite a few different perspectives and ideas uh, about baggage. So, if you will, let's jump right in. Hello, caller. Good evening. Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Yes, can you hear me? I hear you now. Okay. Yes. Good evening. So you, the topic is is baggage and luggage. What what's the difference? Well, luggage is is what you carry as far as what you need, what you could use, what's beneficial to you. Baggage is what uh, suffocates you and dwarfs your your growth. Hold you okay. back, weigh you down. Could be old friends, could be old uh, situations. But luggage is that those those good people around you, those things that you hold on to, those lessons. Okay. Okay. All right. So so baggage, baggage. You know. Um, Baggage can can ruin relationships. Baggage can, um, in some ways, baggage can ruin trust. It can ruin. Um, um, it can hinder, like you said, going going forward, um, moving forward with life, and it can weigh you down. So. I guess, you know, my question is, is what kind of baggage are you carrying? You know, for anyone else who's on the phone, you and anyone who's called in and to the listeners, you know, think about what kind of baggage are you carrying? You know, and how long have you been carrying that baggage? Well, I guess in addition to that, it would be how are you going to get rid of that baggage or how are you going to convert the bags into luggage? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I guess uh, <laughs> the question was was given to me. There's there's a lot of baggage that, that one may have. It may be from... Uh, past relationships, it can be trust issues, it can be 
uh, issues with with parents or or uh, whatever parental figure. Um, it can be one of those things where you know if, if you as a kid have had your your lights turned off, you know every time you get the bill, soon as you know you, you're worried that it's going to happen again. You know, uh, it makes you afraid to to trust anyone other than yourself because you know you pay the bill, so you know that it won't happen versus saying, you know, even an automatic draft, you know, you wouldn't trust it because you don't know for sure. That makes sense? So you're saying fear can be baggage. Fear can be baggage. Okay. All right. So, okay, fear. So baggage of fear. So you're carrying around, no baggage of fear. Um, like I guess, you know, fear itself keeps you from moving forward. Fear itself can keep you from um, walking into your blessing or walking into your destiny. So I can see how, how fear could be baggage. And if you have fear as baggage, how do you how do you get rid of that? You know, how do you turn that fear into luggage? Well, I would first say, you know, that you put that 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 faith into into God. You know, once once you lean more on faith or trust God, then it has a better chance of becoming luggage because you're not uh, trusting in a situation. You're not trusting in a person. You're just trusting in God. Does that make sense? Once you once you trust trust in God and, and remove yourself or the situation from from it, then it becomes luggage. You know, you're mindful of what it is, but you're not allowing it to control or dictate the outcome of the situation. You're not allowing it to control you. So that's where it becomes luggage instead of baggage. Sometimes we have old friends or or family members even that are toxic for us, but because of our relationship or because of the time we have invested in them, we tend to not want to let them go. But we know they're toxic. We know they're dwarfing us. That's the baggage. That's baggage. Now, the moment you put your foot down and say, hey, I'm not going to answer this call this day, I'm not going to through this, however, we had good memories. We, I've learned that everybody's here for a season. That's when you have then, I believe, turned it into luggage. That's just solely my my opinion. So, so what part of, of 
what part of that did you turn into luggage? The the you the experience or the person or accepting the fact that the season for that person is over? Like what part of that then becomes luggage? I mean, I understand that the baggage is actually the the situation that left you mm-hmm. or that left you in my mind what I consider baggage is I guess it's the the outcome of whatever the situation it was that you were in. So if you're in a relationship with a, a toxic a toxic person and um say they drink, you know, alcohol, you know, um then the the constant bickering and fussing or whatever action it was that they did when you know during their during in their alcoholism you know you you have scars from that so the baggage that you carry forward is the arguing the you know the nights that you spent nursing that parent to trying to nurse that parent to health um because of the drinking so you carry that baggage on forward into you know say your relationship with your husband or your wife and you know your husband or wife is a drinker and so you begin that baggage you know you're already walking with that baggage so you begin to think that just because your husband has or your wife has a drink that it's going to turn into that baggage so um you know i guess my question is 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 how do you convert that a situation like well, that I'll- to luggage well in that you must must realize that just because like a person drinks that's not the that's not the bad guy the bad guy is when that person drinks and become belligerent you know they get so inebriated to their belligerent they are violent that's the baggage the baggage itself isn't a drink it's the aftermath. It's it's the bad place that it puts you in. Uh, that's where the the baggage come in. Now, right. on the other side of that same coin, how you turn it into luggage is when, you know, uh, a person sit out and, and drink sociably, and in a social setting, you hear them say, you know what, I've I've had enough, or um. My limit is this. I'm not gonna go beyond my limit. That goes to mm-hmm. show you that they they may have made a uh, better decision or better judgment than what you previously experienced. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I understand, and and I think we both saying the same thing, just in different words. I do. The the baggage is. Um, the fallout it, it is the uh, it is not necessarily the alcohol. The alcohol is what caused you to have the baggage in the first place, or you know. Um, so I get that. So then, okay, so you sitting in in you and your your spouse are enjoying a nice meal and and in fear of or where one spouse had the fear of have had situations and they carry the baggage of alcoholism in their pocket, so to speak, 
um, you're saying the the way that they can change that into luggage is, or you know, they don't necessarily change it. I think that if if your baggage is the fear of alcoholism, or or you know what happens when one gets over intoxicated, you know that person that you're with has to help you change it. So in order to change your baggage into luggage, you actually have to know what your baggage is. And you actually have to tell somebody, you know, hey, this is what I experienced and, you know, this is what I carry along with me. Right? But how often do we discuss baggage? We don't discuss baggage. It's not a topic. You know, it's not, it's typically not something that, that most people would walk into. And, and we're just using spouse relationships as an example, but most people don't walk into any relationship discussing the weight that they carry on them on their shoulders. You see what I'm saying? So most of the time, we as people, we're walking around with all this baggage that nobody can see until an experience comes up. You you see what I'm saying? That's true. You see your spouse or you see your friend with that beer, and then it takes you back to where, you know, you're walking in the house after school and you're having to pick your parent up off the floor from a whole day of drinking, you know? So how do we, how do you, you know, we, we have to, I guess, get to a place where we're not afraid of being vulnerable and talking about the things that we carry as baggage I think, in and, order for and, to you know to turn it to luggage. In the start of any relationship that has to be communicated, one has to um, have a conversation about the baggage. Have to have a conversation about the past. Have to also say this is what makes me uncomfortable. You, you follow me? in order for me to respect your baggage or to know the limitations, we have to first have that conversation. If you don't ever tell me or show me, one may never know. Do you follow me? Oh, absolutely. And again, that's in a perfect world. But you have to realize that the reality of it is, is that that's not where you know that's not where we are. So it, you know, would, you know, for instance, if 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 you and I just met and, you know, we, uh, you know, say the salutations or what have you, and kind of talk about the get the basics out the way, where you're from, you know, where you grew up, different things like that. You know, you don't, you're not going to immediately jump in and say, look, you know. It's, in my family, you know, I've I've had, or in my relate past relationships, I've had this, that, and the third happen to me. So I I don't trust nobody, or you know, or I don't. If if you ever gonna drink in your life, then you know, it, you and I can't be friends because I, I'm not gonna deal with that. I have issues that I carry baggage um, from from situations like that. You know, like those. Those types of conversations aren't happening, and it's it's killing relationships. I agree. 
we're going to welcome Pastor to the line. He's joining us. Pastor, we're talking about baggage and luggage. Wow, you're in some deep waters tonight. I got my waiters on. It's all good. <laughs> you're definitely going to definitely gonna need them. Um, uh, I'm listening, trying to make sure that I'm in the uh, proper vein uh, because, you know, again, when you're talking about the baggage and the luggage, you know, the, um, yeah, there's a lot that goes inside of the baggage. And, it's, you know, it's, it's um, not uncommon like right now. Um, we have we have some luggage. We have some baggage. It's in the, I think, if I'm not mistaken, it's in the uh, closet. I think it's there or it may be in the garage. I don't really know where it is, but it's there somewhere. And the reason I bring it up is because that's not something that I'm going to leave in the living room for you to see as soon as you enter my house. Um, mm-hmm. I put it out of sight for a reason. And the problem with me putting it out of sight is you may not see it, but guess what? I know that I've got it. I just don't remember what's in it. And so a lot of times when we get ready to travel, uh, especially me, when I get ready to go somewhere, and I open up and I get ready to to to, to pack the bag. I realize there's some stuff in there I'd forgotten about, you know, that I never did unpack. And I think that's the way mm-hmm. with a lot of relationships. You know, we just put it away, but we never dealt with it. We never, uh, we don't realize that while we're trying to hide our baggage from everybody else, a lot of times we never dealt with our baggage ourselves. Because I'll say within marriage at least. Dating may be a, a whole other game, but when you decide to get married, uh, I hate to say it, but um, uh, when my wife said I do, and I said I do or whatever, then my baggage became hers, and her baggage became mine. And, uh, Absolutely. you know, a lot, of, a lot of folks say, well, I didn't sign up for this. Well, actually you did because the two have become one now. And so, you know, um, uh, so it's something we got to deal with, but again, I want to listen to you guys and make sure that I'm 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 um, in the right vein with this thing because that is a heavy, 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 heavy subject that you are are dealing with tonight. My goodness. Well, yeah. You well, you. Go ahead. Please. You sure? Yes. Okay. You, you're right. We That is um, the topic that we, we're dealing with. And, you know, one perspective is we the baggage that you have um, is, is the weight that you carry. But then, you know, when you look at luggage, lu- luggage is, is a different kind. It's, luggage is, what did you say it was, husband? It can, it can fuel you into propel you into different places, into positive places, because the same type of weight that you put in, that you carry in your baggage isn't the same type of weight that you put in your luggage. Is that how it was, husband? That's it. So in our luggage, we have the lessons. In our luggage, we have the lessons that we've learned from the baggage that we was carrying. You know, once you get down to the root of the problem, the lesson is, is what we have in our luggage. That's what we're going to carry regardless. We're going to remember that 
it wasn't the drink that did it. It was the person who was drinking for whatever reason to the depth that they were drinking or to the extent they were drinking. That's where the issue lies or even how the person reacted while they were drinking. You know what I mean? That they, they put that, that stain on our brain or on our mind when it comes to someone in that correlation of alcohol. You know what I mean? I got you. Let me let me ask you this and then if y'all would just kinda indulge me for about three minutes. I wanna share really the reason I was late getting on the line. I, I think it uh ties into it, but I want you to think about this question for a second because I'm trying to put put your subject together. Am I correct in saying that, you know, I prepare my luggage? I, I do that myself, but life prepares my baggage. Is that is that the way of looking at it? Because uh, it's a very you know, good way to look at it. Okay. All right. I think well, then so, let, me, yeah. let me let well then definitely um, I, I got a better understanding of it now because. Again, if I carefully if I carefully pack my luggage, I know where I'm going. I know what I'm going to need while I'm there. I'll get some extras. You know, I'm preparing for uh, a trip in advancement. But that baggage is the, as you said, the lessons I've learned, the pain I've experienced, the um, uh, the relationships I've uh, failed at. You know, and things like that. So I I. I got that. I I got that. So now let me uh, let you know why I was late getting on the line, and it's going to go hand in hand with what we're talking about. And, again, I'm exposing myself as something that we've talked on here before about, but I was late getting on the line because um, I have a son that just turned 20 years old. He, I turned 20 on the 29th of March. He's down about 120 miles from me. He's in college, and, so he called me and he told me, he said, you know, I appreciate the talk we had about being a man. Uh, I told him, I said, you know, manhood is a responsibility. It's not just a, a right. You just don't get to be a man because you're 20. Don't don't think like that, you know, if you can't fulfill the responsibilities. You know, we talked about it. We had a, some heavy conversation about it, you know, just doing my fatherly duty. But uh, I was telling him, I said, now, as a man, you know, it's not about being a man don't mean uh, you step to everything. I said sometimes being a man is all about what you can step away from and let go of. We're having conversations. That's all we're doing. Well, this is what happened today. Uh, he called back a little while ago, and he said, I need to holler at you. I said, what's up? You know, you don't want to hear your 20-year-old son in college that I need to holler at you because the first thing is, this boy is in jail, got somebody pregnant. You know, your mom. How much is it going to cost you? Yeah, what is it going to What are you going to hit me with this time? But he's a good kid, but still, I know that he's still a kid. Well, this is what he said. He said, you know, I took a conversation to heart. He said, but there were some things that wouldn't leave me, and um, I had to deal with them on my own, but I feel like I need to tell you about it. Okay, what's up? He said, well, he said, I called. Your sister I said, okay, no big deal. That's your auntie. He called her. He said, and I got um, uh, my grandpa's number, okay, meaning my daddy. And y'all know the story with my dad. And uh, he said, because what happens is this, you know, I need to deal with that for myself, and I needed to call him. I know he don't know my name, 
So he called him. They had a, about an hour-long conversation. Wow. They talked about all types of things. And he told him, he said, listen, I want you to understand something. He said, I don't even know what happened. My dad's never told me. He said, but I want you to know something. I love you. I don't need to keep living with this on and on and on. I don't want something to happen to you, and you don't know that I love you. So I love my dad. I love my grandma, but I want you to know I love you. And and, and uh, so they just had this long, drawn-out conversation, and that's why I said it ties me what we're talking about because what do you do when somebody goes and they start, you know, in other words, my baggage has affected him. My dad's baggage has affected him, and so it's created, you know, his own little bit of baggage. But he decided to deal with it. He decided to mm-hmm. deal with it. Right. So there we go. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. And that's that's kind of heavy. Yeah, and that's why I was late getting on. He didn't want to stop talking. He said they made an agreement to talk, you know, often. Um they made plan. He told him, you know, what he's gone through in life. My dad actually gave him more of an understanding of what happened with my mom than he's ever told me. Uh, my dad told him, said, "I apologize. I I can't take it back." Said, "I was right at the point you were in life, and I had a chance, just like you, you know, not to go to college but to do the right thing, and I chose not to do it. Don't you make that mistake, okay?" He told him that. He never told me that, you know. But then again, would I listen anyway? So all I'm saying, y'all, some baggage um, um, you can decide to keep. You can decide to keep. And some of it you can open it up and say, because if you don't open it up in a while, uh, Brooke, you, it'll start to smell, man. It'll start to smell. Oh, it will start to smell. You don't know sure. what's living in there. I think that what what your son has done is is kind of took your baggage and 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 picked out the pieces that he want to put in his luggage. Absolutely. You know to carry yes, on. You know to kind of to take that and mm-hmm. say, you know what, it, I'm I'm gonna make this work for me. And um, you know I can't I can't fault him for that. I mean, it sounds like to me that's a smart kid to be able. To, to say, you know, this is something that I need to do because I want to move forward and live my life this way. And I think um, at the beginning of the call, which was a portion of what you missed, the, the husband had spoke about fear being a reason as why we don't open our baggage. It's, it's one of those things, you know, you say you put it in your garage, put it in the closet, basement, what have you, and then you, you often walk by it and you never think to yourself, I wonder what's in that bag right there, you know. But um, then when you really start to think about, you know, stuff that you may have kept, like, no, I ain't going to go through it now. I may find all kinds of stuff that I, you know, force me to have to clean up and donate and do everything else with. So I ain't going to go through that bag yet. But your son kind of took it open and right on up and picked something out of it that, you know, he's going to move forward with. So that's good news. Well, listen, you are dead on it because this is what he said. He said, I can't tell. No, he said, I don't have the right to tell you what to do. He said, but I refuse to live like this. He said, you know, I don't know what it's like to have, you know, a grandfather. He said, and I always wanted to know. He said, here's the thing. You know, it's not like the man is deceased. He said, I can have one. 
He said, but it's something that I chose. He said, so I'm not saying you're doing wrong and you're doing right. Now, I'm at the point where it's like, do I fuss at him? Do I yell at him? Do I say you had no right to do this? This is grandfather. So I just listened, and my words to him were, and I meant it with everything. I said, man, you know what? I'm proud of you for doing what works. I'm proud of you for doing what you needed to do. Because he said, you know, I don't want to get old and regret not dealing with this at this point. And uh, he said, I can talk to him now. He can talk to me. And, um, you know, so it's got my wife and I both kind of on edge because I finally just walked away and uh, <laughs> to go and call you guys. And my wife's still looking, and she's like, baby, I'm proud of you, baby. You're really uh, teaching us how to handle things. So my wife and I haven't discussed this yet, but, boy, let me tell you, um, this was unexpected, and what you guys are talking about is unexpected. And, and, and so I agree with uh, Q when he said, you know, Kay, the luggage, uh, you know, I do prepare that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm meticulous with it. I want to make sure that I got more than enough. But that baggage, man, I'm telling you, um, I know it's there, but I don't want to deal with it. And since we're talking about it, inside of the baggage that I got back there, guess what? There are other smaller uh, uh, cases that I don't even know what's in. What's in there? Mm-hmm. I don't even. I mean, you know what I'm saying? There, that, that's stuff I, I, I don't do. even go in there and look right now. Um, and it's probably preventing all of us from living the life we're supposed to live. From growing. Now, you know, in that, be mindful of that, and you got to real, like we said earlier, you got to recognize our baggage. It's it's your baggage. It's not his baggage. Right. Grandpa ain't do nothing to him. That's right. You follow me? So, so he, he shouldn't be a casualty of war. You know what I mean? He can't be. And, and I mean, it's not fair to him. It's so. Because Grandpa, like I said, Grandpa didn't do anything to him. Grandpa probably don't know how to be be a father, be daddy. He may do damn well at being Grandpa. True. It's a very good point. Never thought of it like that. You Never know, thought of it like that. And even, you know, I have the, the same, well, the relationship with my mom is lack thereof. Um, she doesn't, she's never met our other two babies simply because of her differences with me. You know, she's met our oldest son, of course, and, you know, at at one point um, she was very active and as good as she can be, and that thought, Cross my mind, like you sucked as a mama, but you know your grandma's skills ain't so bad. You know, like they aren't so bad. You 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 do an okay job, um, but then again, her baggage became my baggage, and now it's the baggage. Well, our our children are a casualty of that war, or a casualty of that baggage, baggage, so to speak. And so while, you know, like I can understand like that, you know, um, where you are in this thing because, you know, you, you kind of don't know, I mean, how to maneuver from here. I don't think that 
you know, of course, we spoke earlier in conversations about, you know, you have some things that you have to do and settle um, on on that end, you know, with your family. But um, I think that at, at some point we all will have to do what your son did and um, and see where it goes because that's brave, you know, just to pick up the phone and call and say, hey, look, this is, this is who I am. This is who you are to be, you know, and um, like I, I want to kind of get to know you a little bit. That's bold. Yep. That's extremely bold. I don't know, you know. He said it was on his mind, and after we had the, you know, the conversation, he said, you know what? Let me deal with the things that that bothers me, and this is one of the things that you know, has bothered him, you know, over the years. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and guess what? I didn't even know it. I had no uh, idea uh, really about it. And, you know, I haven't had time to process anything. This is this is fresh. This is fresh out the mm-hmm. oven. But uh, listening to you guys, I, I tell you what I found out. I'm a better, I'm a better father than I am a son. I'm not a very good son. You, right. you know, I'm not a good son. I'm just not. I, you know, I hate to admit that, but you know, I'm thankful that I'm a good father. Probably could be better, but I'm not a good son. I'm, I'm not. And my son is a better son than I am. And I, uh, that may be because of the way I brought him up. I want to do that to make myself feel better. But in reality, you know, this is a decision that he made, uh, and. Uh, it hurts like crazy uh, at what he did. And, and here's the thing. I'm not I'm not really ang- – I want to be angry at him, but I don't have a reason to be. I think I'm, I'm – I don't know if I'm jealous of him or I'm just angry at my dad, you know, and I want to take it out on somebody. I don't, I don't know what it is, but, you know – the other thing about this package is this, and, and I'm I'm unpacking some stuff now. I'm taking it out now. And I'm going to dump it on you guys and have to help. Preferably you can help me. But because of the baggage I've carried with him, guess what? It's really affected the, the type of husband I am. I mean, you know, um, I love my wife. Uh, de- definitely. I've uh, been with her for an extended period of time. Uh, she loves me, I know that, but at the same time, because of the relationship we had with our fathers and not seeing mar- a model marriage coming up, we don't know really, we're still learning how to love each other, because she was brought up, you gotta, you got to take care, make sure you take care of yourself, because your dad ain't going to be there, and my thing is, don't get too close to anybody, because they may walk away from you, and so in reality... Uh, this thing has really affected my baggage has affected my marriage, and you got okay. So can I get put some luggage in there? Please help me out. <laughs> All right. So in in that, your wife didn't do it. You know what I mean. Now is the opportunity to start fresh. You know what I mean. With your ideas, with her ideas, based on y'all foundations, which is which is faith, which is God. So what he did. Him walking away has nothing to do with you. All you know is not to walk away. You got to take that baggage that you got and make it luggage. You learn from it. I told you, my father wasn't there. 
Still ain't there. Four, in 40 years, I saw him ten time, four times. I'm sorry. Four times. So when it comes to my kids, I'm, I'm there. That's what I learned from him. Right. You learn what not to do. I got you. What not to I do. That's you. just as valuable as what to do. Definitely so. Definitely so you so. can't sit back and be like, well, oh, you going to the store? Okay, well, you know what? She probably ain't coming back. No, that ain't the case. Just because he left on me, she leaving. Just because he left on me, I'm leaving. And the, and the scary did. part about it is, I may not say, you know, um, uh, are you coming back? I may not ask, but, you know, on the inside, it's sort of like, what would I do if she don't come back? There is a thought there. There, There is a... Um, I thought there, and you know, so it, like I said, man, you, you'd be you'd be amazed at how these types of things. I want to ask you this question. Is. Yes, sir. Have you ever thought about why wouldn't she come back? You know what? I'm gonna be honest with you, and I hope you can handle this. Uh, there's been days where instead of saying why wouldn't she come back, I've literally looked at my life and myself and talked about how. I she could be prospering a lot better without me, and I would say, you know, why would she want to come back? You know what I'm saying? Because you because you the best thing since pimping and hoeing. Yeah, <laughs> see, but there's days where you know I get these this I get this thing on me, man, where it's like, you know what, this girl would be, you know, the, the, a president's wife if she wouldn't didn't settle for me, you know. Because I know her skills, I know this, I know that, you know. And it's just that you're not pleased with where you are yourself, you know. You feel like you should be a better provider. You feel like you just get days. I, I just get days like that. They're few and far between. But when she leaves, some days I would think to myself, why would she want to come back to this when she got the potential to go on and do greater things, you know. Uh, I'd rather stick with the devil I know than going out here trying to find angels. <laughs> I don't I mean, know. Man, I, I don't know what's out there. It, it may, it may look good, but are you gonna be the mother to my children? Hey man, it may I, look I'm good, you, but are yeah. you gonna make sure that the lights don't get turned off? It may I look good, right. but are you gonna be the ideal wife? It may look good. Yeah. Dot dot dot. Yep, yep, yep. You got it exactly, and that's why that thought doesn't last long. Um, and I have discussed that with her, and she was like, look, <laughs> let me tell you something. I'm where I'm supposed to be, and I'm where uh, I want to be, plain and simple. And I'm happy and where I'm at. Kinda, look. Well, she she spanked my head a little bit and told me, said, look, I'm, a, I'm grown. And if I wanted to leave, I'd take off and go. <laughs> you know, I'm here because I'm supposed to be and because I want to be. And, uh, but and I want to be. I'm just trying to give you an idea that there's some things in that baggage from time to time that will make you feel guilt. It'll make you feel unworthy if you're not careful now, if you're not careful. But, you know, those that those thoughts are few and far between. But uh, every now and then, I mean, especially this year, everywhere I turn, literally I'm being smacked in the head with, you know, this, this, this relationship with my father. We've had to call on We've had the conversation on this line a couple of times. And then for my son to step up and, I mean, dude, this is, uh, you know, that's 
that major. That, that is so when have you? When the last time you called him? Oh my God, man. Um, okay. So with that being <laughs> said, maybe maybe it's, it's time for you to make that call, man. Like, look, we're gonna put all the cards on the table. We go. We go start this line from here, from this point here. If my yeah, son can do it, and I taught him, why can't I do it? But, Remember but last week we talked about. to be the devil's advocate here. You know, what may work for your son may not work for you. You see what I'm saying? Remember because last as, week we, we were talking parents, about being a hypocrite. We were. <laughs> and he's not, he's not saying, he. I don't think that he's doing anything hypocritical. I'm just saying that the approach that worked for, you, for your son may not work for you. It was good for the gander, ain't always good for the goose. See what I'm saying? So sometimes with parents, because they're our parents, they their approach with us is still as that parent in that authoritative role. Um, mm. But with your children, they're the grandparents. Like, they don't have to raise this child. You know, it's just a pure, it's the purest, loving, most innocent relationship. They don't look at our children through the same lens that they look at us. So, while it worked for his son, you know, just picking up the phone, calling and saying, hey, look, you know, that, that may not work for him, you know, especially when there there's pain there on both sides. I mean, you can't sit up here and tell me that, you know, your father does not for a day. I believe this. I believe that every day or at least every other day or often he thinks about what he did to his only son. You're his only son, right? That has to bother yeah. him. You see what mm. I'm saying? Like, so that pain plus your pain, it, it may not work out the way it worked out for your son. That's between him and his maker, yeah. though. You dig? It, it, you can't it, let yes, that is. hinder you. You can't let that, that, that dwarf you because, you know, you can't. I, for me, it just, it's hard to fathom my son being further along in me than to me and I'm teaching him. You know what I mean? Like you teach him how to resolve issues, how not to things build up and 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 fester. You follow me? Because yeah. it's bad. Yeah. 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 Again, you know, it's it's still kind of one of those things where you can't I mean I don't know. I guess I'm a little different because when it comes to situations situations like this, it's like I don't need you in my life. You're here because you want to be here. You follow me? And when it comes to to paternal, like I'm daddy now, so I don't I don't need a daddy. You follow me? Those that ship has sailed. All I need you to do is be a better grandfather, a better grandmother for my kids. Right. I get that. And, and, and see, I think that, that could, why couldn't that be Pastor's approach? You see what I'm saying? Like, why does he, and I'm not saying, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that you shouldn't address the situation and, and kind of unpack some baggage and, and, and move on from it. What I'm saying is is that, is it not it's it's okay for your son 
to have a relationship with your dad and for you not to be there yet. I don't think there should be any guilt behind that. I think Agreed. that, I agree you, with should that. Probably, you should you should rejoice in the fact that, you know what, you know, that's part of your son's manhood right there is being able to to be bold enough to step into a situation and say, Look, when I look at you I don't I don't see, you know, the problems that you that you laid on my dad. Or, you know, when I look at my dad, I don't see the, you know, vice versa. It's, he's taking it and saying, look, this is me saying, I've never had a grandpa, so let me, I want to experience this for myself. But he's also taking a risk because the man that you know that walked out on you may, in fact, not pick up the phone one day when your son is in need of his counsel. You see what I'm saying? So, it's, it's that risk versus reward that you actually have to weigh. So what I'm saying is, is if you're not where your son is right now, I think it's okay. Because at some point, I'm speaking for myself. Like, I, I'd i have to address the situation with my mom. I mean, we got, you know, our, our three-year-old, it'll be three this month, but our three-year-old prays every night for his grandma and grandpa. Wow. Wow. You know, and no. I said nothing to myself, of course. He got he got three grandmas that that are alive and well, you know, one great grandma and two grandmas, but one grandma he's never even met, but he prays for her. You know, we ask at the mm. end of his prayer, who are you gonna bless? And she's always in his prayer. And so, shouldn't that be some kind of conviction on me to say, you need to go ahead and? But I've done that, you know, I've done that so many times, and it's failed me so many times. So why? You know, I'm defending you here because I'm right along with you. So why should I pick up the phone and try? I know, to I know. That's what it is. <laughs> it's, well, it's not about it's not about you trying it again. I'm on your side. It's maybe him calling. It's maybe him calling and saying, "Hey, grandma, you know, I'm Mason." Yeah. You follow me? It ain't, it's not phone? necessarily about. It, it, it doesn't matter. Hell, we can. It's, it's <laughs> voice over internet protocol. You know what I mean? Like. Either way it goes, it could happen to where it's just it's just that. It don't even have to be a return call. It could just be like, Hey grandma, I'm Mason. Mm-hmm. That's all that's 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 all I'm saying. All I'm saying is the the children, I mean, there's no there's no rule book in parenting. There's no parental handbook. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everybody, especially if they started out young. It's been so. It's been a, it's been a long, difficult journey, and it's been some 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 screw ups along the way. And it's gonna be plenty more. And I know that we want to shield and protect our children, but it's time has time has changed. Like Grandpa ain't that rolling stone no more. Grandpa is that lying rock right now. You dig? So shit, he may have nothing else to do but answer the phone. Yeah, all that's valid. valid. Again, the reason I'm not responding is because uh, number one, I haven't had the time to pray. I haven't had the time to analyze. I haven't had the time to. And I mean, again, I got directly off of one call and got on this call. So I, I, you know, you know, this is just uh, again, this is fresh out the oven. Um, So. You know, so I want to say to everybody listening, man, listen, um, 
you know, use me as an example. You know, uh, examine, listen to what Monica had to say, listen to what you had to say. And I don't know, uh, you know, where you are, but don't let baggage pile up too long. Don't don't let it go too long. And then once you do uh, deal with it, deal with it in a way that, first of all, is pleasing to God, and second of all, that uh, that, that gives you the relief. So, in other words, if I can't, you know, it, it's easier for my son to call my dad because he doesn't have the history with him that I have. Mm-hmm. You know, my mm-hmm. son is not going to think about, you know, well, I remember you driving off and leaving me, you know, uh, all these years ago. My son doesn't have that. He doesn't have the baggage that I have. He doesn't have. So it's a little easier for him to do it. Now, I don't know how you, being my father, I don't know how you respond to, hello, um, is this Curtis? Yes, it is. Uh, well, I want to introduce myself. My name is Marcus Robinson, and I'm I'm your grandson. You, uh, you, I know you don't know me and anything like that, but um, I got your number, and I wanted to call you, and you know, and and I don't know how you hear that. I don't know how you, I don't know how you take that call. I mean, you know, and I'm not trying to, you know, but I, what I'm trying to do now is to look at baggage from every angle so that we can help some focus on this line. If you are that grandpa, if you are that, you know, the one that, you know, may be added to someone's baggage, you know, and then someone calls you to try and make it right, how do you respond? I mean, I don't know how he says, oh, hey, grandson, how you doing? I don't know. My my, my son told me, said, you know, there was a, this period of time where it was just sniffing and crying. It was just. I mean, it was almost, I don't know if it was shock. I don't know if it was, I don't know what it was. But he apologized to him and told him, you know, I'm sorry that, um, you know, I I don't know you. I'm sorry that I haven't been there, you know, for you. I'm just so, I I just really, I'm sorry about all of that, you know. And uh, my son told him, yeah, look, that's okay. You know, I got a, I got a good, I got a good pop. I I love my pop. I learned everything from him. You know, he said, but I want to get to know you. And I don't I haven't figured out yet if my son slapped me and spit in my face or he, or he really hyped me up, man, and let my dad know, you know what, uh, you got a good son or whatever. I hadn't figured it all out. But, again, I want everybody to see it from every angle, from the grandson's angle, from my angle, and from my dad's angle, because all of us have mm-hmm. some type of, we all perspective. Baggage, luggage, something. We got something. Mine is baggage. I don't know what the rest of these folks got. I got, I got baggage, man. I got bag, major baggage. Well, and well, with that, I think that, you know, he the sniffing and crying. You know, as soon as he answered the phone, the first and he introduced himself, the first thing he could do was, was thank God. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't know. I mean, let's just, let's just kind of give him the benefit of the doubt. You dig what I mean? And the sniffing and crying because yeah, he missed out. He missed out on 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 making you that that great man that your son described. You know what I mean? So who knows? I'm sure that just like you holding on, he's holding on. Yeah. Wow. Damn! Damn! Like, was it worth it? 
You know what I mean? Like all this that I missed yeah. out on. Was it worth it? Oh man. Because I know I know I know in my situation, you know, I I guess it's it's easier for me because he wasn't there. You know, it wasn't like he he ran off and left my mom. I Right. I, you know what I mean? So I, I'm not tripping. I'm not tripping. It's his loss. And, you know, I keep it moving. He he missed, you know, a lot of great years of my life. He also missed a lot of messed up times in my life. But either way it goes, that's his loss. Right. I can kind of, but, and, and you know, again, just a different perspective here. As a mom, you know, I'd like, like for you, husband, I can kind of see your perspective. Like, no great loss. You you weren't there. We've never really had that father son bond, you know. So it's if 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 something kind of takes off now, then then it's not a benefit. It's, but you suffer no loss from that. From from pastor's perspective as a mom, you know, like Mason Mason is three, you know, and I don't know how old pastor was when the situation happened, but you think, you know, you can imagine what Mason would be like if you pulled off and left and you never came back. So I can understand, you know, the pain that exists, you know, and it's reliving that moment over and over and over again. You know, even as a mom, if that ever happened, I'm not saying that it will, but if that happened um, to any of ours, it would crush me. To have to raise this young man and look in his face every day and not be able to say what happened, you know, or not be able to explain it to where he would understand it and accept it because there's no explanation that you can give a child for being walked out on, mother or father. I agree. So now you know, like I can understand the pain is there. But but be mindful now. We're looking at it from an adult. You know, all three of our perspectives are from adults. When when let's let's go back to the to that youth. That that's a that's the part right there that we we got to connect. You know what I mean? When when pastor was young and and it plays absolutely. But remember, in order to turn baggage into luggage, you got to go back to the root cause. You got to go back to the root cause. So until until a pastor had a conversation with moms, had a conversation with pops, there won't be any closure. We can speculate all day. But until you know the entire story, you you don't have anything. Flood speculation. But, you know, sometimes you, you don't, and I'm not, I'm not saying this is the um, – the proper approach. I'm not saying that at all. Uh, I need everybody to understand. I understand my title, my responsibility. I understand that. But tonight, I'm speaking as a, a, a man, a father, and mm-hmm. a son. And that, that's that's where I'm. That's what you're hearing tonight. But I, I, I need you to understand. Uh, part, there's 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 times, you know, where. I feel like if I know what took place, that I'm better off. And then there's other days where I feel like if I find out what happened, then it's going to make it worse because I'm going to say that wasn't a legitimate enough enough reason to leave. Or then maybe possibly 
God forbid, I'll start to blame my mom and say, you know, you had a role in it. Even though within me, I know it takes two. I'm well aware of that. So in other words, I've made the conscious choice just not to know. I've made the choice not to know. And um, and and so that's why probably why I am where I am. But I do know that every time I go back to that spot, I've taken my wife back. I've taken my children back. I've, uh, you know, showed them what direction he was driving in, um, the sounds that I heard, who he was talking to, where they were standing. And I was five years old. I was a little older than uh, Mason, so I do have um, a pretty vivid memory. Um, I remember being taken home that night, you know, to my mom, and my mom not knowing, obviously, what went on. All my mom knew was that, you know, I was in the car with my dad, and and we were going to visit his brother. And uh, that was that. That wasn't uncommon, you know. But at the same time, you know, I still have those, those that that sound, that voice. That I, I I remember what he told me before he left. I remember him picking me up and saying, uh, "Look, Uncle So and So is gonna take you home. Um, I, I love you now." And okay, but so. At five years old, here I love you. That's not uncommon. You can hear that, but for a while, to hear somebody say "I love you" and at the same moment driving away from you, you put that together, and that becomes what love is to you. So now you don't mm-hmm. even have a definition for love, you know. So that's how it has affected me. Again, uh, and I'm speaking to you from a father and a son's perspective. Over time, God healed me. And he's he's taken this and allowed me to use it and um, to help countless other people, Um, you know. uh, But, again, it's still a a pain for me. It is, because regardless of what I say, uh, you know, this is the way this thing is. You know, I can say all day long, you know what, Um, uh, God is my all in all. God God did this and God did that. But let me tell you something that God said. God said, you know what? It's not good for man to be alone. And how can man be alone if if, if he had the animals were there and God was there? You know, what God was saying was there was somebody that you need. You There's somebody you need in your life. And if you don't have them, you're going to miss out on, on certain things, not on everything. It's going to be make it harder to obtain those things or whatever. And so... Uh, yeah, God's been a tremendous part of my life. I love him. He's man. He has shaped me and molded me and uh, all of that. But I, I can say I had God, but I cannot say I had a father there. And and so what I did obtain it was in another way at a later time at a at a at a more expensive uh, cost or whatever. So uh, I can't say that it it was. I can't say that I'm glad he wasn't there. I can't say that I hate he wasn't there. I can. So I just put it like yes. <laughs> See, I just put it in the baggage and kept going, man. Well, think about this: it every time you pray, you say Father God. So your father was there. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the yeah. Well, yeah. You know. So <laughs> think about if he was there, how you how you would have turned out different. So me as your brother, I can say, you know what? I'm glad he wasn't there because yeah. the man that you yeah, would have been. I- we probably wouldn't be where we at now. 
You dig what I mean? Everything happened. Yeah. Yeah. For the way that it was supposed to. Mm. Yep. Life would have gone in a totally different direction, more than likely, um, had he been here. I can definitely um, uh, see and say that. I can. But, um, you know, like I said, man, this is just, had my son not made this call, that call, we wouldn't have this conversation here tonight. But, I'm late getting on the line because I'm, you know, I'm shocked. I'm sitting here, you know, I'm sitting here shocked, man. I'm, I'm, you know, and when I get off this line, my wife and I got to have a long, drawn out, you know, what do you think? Because I know she's proud of me. She is real proud mm-hmm. of me. She, ooh, she is just so proud. Ooh, my baby. <laughs> you know, and, um, and I told him, I said, man, we'll we'll talk tomorrow. I said, but you know what, man, I, I, um, you know, what a way to step up. I said, you know, you 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 you're doing the right thing now. If that's if that's your truth, if that's what you needed, you step to it. You didn't ask me to call them for you, and none of that. I didn't. I don't have no right to dog that man for that boy for what he did. You know, mm-hmm. but um, that man. But uh, boy, yeah. Boy, I tell you, yeah. <laughs> that, that man. <laughs> yeah, I think I probably need to say that now. I think I need to say that. So, I don't know how you chose this topic, man. But y'all always, y- y'all don't consult me on these topics. <laughs> y'all just, y'all just throw them on me, you know, because I'm the one dealing with them ninety percent of the time. But no, nah, it's all, it's all good. It, it's just, um, there's somebody else on the line doing, dealing with the same issue. That's something that's. Um, Unfortunately, that has become commonplace um, uh, in society. You know, a lot of times the man is missing, the father's missing, or whatever. And, yeah, we got to deal with this. And even when the father is missing, there's some men like you, like myself, that need to step up and fill that void. When you have them in your chair, you need to give them fatherly wisdom and fatherly advice. Maybe you're not the father but they're looking for what a father can give. And if you can give them that advice there, and then when they come to church, I can give them that fatherly wisdom there, then they're obtaining what they need, even though it's not coming from the source it should have came from. So we've got to step up. we got to step up and do, you know, uh, do our part. And we got to be willing to hear truth like you said earlier. You know what? I'm glad your father wasn't there because it would have changed who you were. That's real talk right there. He's not slapping me in the face. He's just saying, listen, I love you, and I'm glad that this didn't happen, you know. Uh, he also said, well, you know what, basically you can't call him a boy anymore. you got to call him a man because look at what he's doing. Boys don't do that. A man does. And uh, so, you know, that's what we've got to start doing, y'all, is, um, you know, um, the same way he was dealing with him. what it is. Night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was talking to I was talking to my son last night, and uh, this 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 guy came up, and I'm I mean, unsavory looking character, right? Uh, this guy held me out there in, in, in conversation for four hours. I mean, like I smoked an entire cigar, and he was. Same, just like you and I talking, just like you and I talking. And I think it turned into a counseling session. And I'm like, damn, I'm like, 
this dude, and just to, just to give you the background, he's a white guy. You know what I mean? And the reason why I say that because he had the same situation that we're going through, just a different relationship. But we all have relationship flaws. We all have character flaws. We all have somebody who 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 left who, you know, we then start carrying the baggage around and it affects us throughout life. We all have that. So it's not just just, you know, in the black community. It's in it's in the human race. And when he left he was like, Man, you know what? Uh I'm gonna come see you, man. I live in Gainesville, I'm gonna come see you. I I really enjoy it. Like I have not said that in a long time, just having a conversation with anybody. But I've really enjoyed talking to you. I've learned a lot from you. And I'm sitting here mm-hmm. like, man, you, <laughs> you you ain't no different from me. He ain't no different from you. That's just the life, that's the hand that we was dealt. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was the, commu- the, the generation before us that was, that was messed up that caused us to be messed up. But be that as it may, <laughs> we're messed up. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about that. We have baggage. We all have baggage. I'm not claiming that one. Yeah. I'm mind luggage. I learned not to be like them jokers there. Sorry. Yeah, but you got I'm baggage not. too. We we all got baggage. <laughs> listen. I, listen, I'm not gonna be like them. You can say what you want. My bag, in that regard, that's luggage. I learned not to be like him, and every day I carry that in my bag, not to be like him. So at all costs, when I'm ready to snap, when I'm ready to spaz, when I'm ready to pull, I think about my sons. I think about my wife. I think about everybody who, quote unquote, looks up to me. I, I think about all that. So I can't handle it the way I would normally handle it. Or the season the way I want to handle it. You know what I mean? Understand that. But we all have baggage. We all have baggage. <laughs> I mean, how you choose how you choose to address situations that, that you know, that's trying to pull your baggage to the forefront doesn't mean that you don't carry it. You know, like you may have put yours you know, like, I put mine in the closet. You may put yours you know, in the basement. You know, you may put yours somewhere a little further than mine. So, you know, when, when something comes up in, in my baggage, somebody's yanking on that on that baggage, you know, I'm, I may react a little different because mine is Easily, easier, uh, easily accessible, and yours is not. See what I'm saying? But we all have, we all have baggage. I mean, I'm just, I think that's just the reality of it. And, and like, that's just like when when Pastor first was trying to understand this thing is that life gives us baggage. We decide. Our, you know what, what's in our luggage, but life is what gives us the baggage. And then we have like, uh, I think maybe what is disturbing me is that, uh, you know, if I know that I have baggage, okay, 
Yes, I know that I have that. Okay, that's mine. That's personally mine. Okay, don't don't mess with that. That's that. That's mine. What do you do? You know, and that's what happened to me tonight. Somebody opened my son opened my bag, and he 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 went in my bag. He went in my bag. He he without knowing he did it. Did it. He and he's probably right now. You know. He's probably asleep right now, more than likely. Uh, but he, he, you know, does, does anybody have a right to go in your baggage? To, you know, what do you do when somebody else opens your baggage up? You don't. You know, and I. And Shit, I that's his baggage. That's his bag. He ain't open your bag. Well, he opened his. I hear you. He did, but he opened mine. <laughs> he opened his bag. He opened his bag because he needed to pack something in his. Yeah, well, I Right, know, right. I he packed it up. <laughs> Yeah, okay, all right. But see, again, okay, now, you said down to this thing about the luggage, okay, that's that's items you can use. That's because you're planning a trip. Well, basically, my son is saying, I want to move on from this. So instead of dragging it, I'm going to prepare it and, and, you know, so that I can use this as fuel to say, you know, I got a relationship with my dad and my grandfather, grandfather and I got this and I got that, and maybe, you know, if it, if the man needed that, the boy needed that. I listen. I'm all for it. But forget him. I'm talking about my bag. He opened my bag. <laughs> right. He opened yeah, you my weren't ready. You, you weren't trying you to open that bag yet. No, no. You should have put no. a lock on it then. You should have put a lock on it. You should have. You should have put it in a chest and and locked it all the way. But you didn't do that. No. You you had it was accessible to him. And he said, since you're my daddy, I can use your bag. Wow. And so many kids do. And so many sons do. So many sons be like, hey, I'm going on the trip. I'm going to grab my daddy bag, you know, and shit, whatever in there, I'm going to take it with me too. (laughs) Well, you know, again, you know, like you said, it it happened. It just happened. So you got to process it and figure it all out. You know, like I you see my husband trying to get me to trying to get our kids to open mind where he can call and say he's Mason. Yeah, he could, but that ain't that ain't his bag. He don't get to open that yet. But if you if he wait on the the moment you're ready, he may not ever he may be doing that shit at her funeral. No. Whoa, do I hear crickets? No. <laughs> See, here's I was about to say something, hurt, but I heard you I'm not. Her funeral, so I'm being quiet on it now. I'm right, it could be. Wow. You know, it could. Be. It, it could. You know, here's 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 where I stand on that situation. You know, I've I've over and over again, I have tried, and you know, you sitting up here, and I, I know, you know, this is a call, but I'm gonna go ahead and be real. Because that's what we we said we were gonna do over and over again for my for my situation and for those of you listening you know you may be able to learn something from this agree or disagree that's fine but I've called I've reached out you know before I got married I I specifically I asked I invited her to be a part of my life and she said no. I had, uh, we we then, you know, got married, and, and she did not, I didn't send an invitation because she had already rejected it. I didn't call to confirm. I didn't call to check because she had already rejected it. We had Mason. 
I extended an invitation and asked for her to, you know, to, to meet him. And, and she said, yeah, and never showed up. Okay? I've traveled, and I have been within an hour of my mom. With both of my, now, now we got two additional sons, with both, all three of our kids. And I've called and I've waited around for her to show up, to come and see these kids. Not so much as me. And she said she was coming and she never showed up. She never even answered her phone. So I am at peace with where I am because I know that I've done all that I could do to make a difference or to or to fuel a relationship. The fact of the matter is it's no longer on me. It's on her. And if she don't put that foot forward, then it won't be put forward. And if it is at a funeral where, you know, my children are, are, are being introduced to their grandma, then if if I got to show up at a funeral, then they they won't be with me there if I got to show up. You hear what I'm saying? Now, that may be wrong. That may be that probably is not the godly thing to do. But I can tell you that today I'm at peace with that. I'm almost 40 years old, and 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 this has been going on for 40 years, from the day I was born. And I can't do it no more because if I continue to put my life on hold for one relationship that hasn't went anywhere in 40 years, then guess what? I wouldn't have my husband. I wouldn't have my kids. I wouldn't be here. I know where I would be. So I can't keep putting my life on hold waiting for one relationship to thrive. I just, you know, take that baggage, put it up, and I don't access it. Well, in that regard, I do understand. I do, and that's your choice. No one says you that you, you got to reach out, or no one says that you have to reestablish or even make yourself vulnerable. And that's between you and God. That has nothing to do with me. That has nothing to do with pastor. That has nothing to do with the kids. That has, that's, 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 that's your call. And me being me, whether you do or don't, I'm with you. But in all fairness, if the kids want to, if they come to you and say, Ma, I want to talk to Grandma, what are you going to say? You ain't got no Grandma. What are you going to say? I'll say okay. I mean, what am I supposed to say? You know, it's not that. It's not, you know, again, for me, it's, it's, it's not that I I don't want things to work. You know what I would give to have our kids have a relationship with with us? What, what what's that? <laughs> what's that? Because if that's I, the case, I probably then, wouldn't give anything honestly. <laughs> because here's the, here's the thing. I think that here's what you're missing is that she hasn't changed. She's not there yet. And I have to accept the fact that she's not there yet. She's not at a point where she can deal with me, where she can have a relationship with me. And I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, we've had our differences. But the fact of the matter is, is that from birth, this type of relationship has been. It's normal for her. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, as a young girl, like, nothing I ever went through 
as a young girl or anything that I ever learned came from her. You you see what I'm saying? Like there there would be times where I would overhear her speaking and and saying that I wasn't her child. Like she didn't have me like that. Ain't my child. I don't know where she came from. But she would claim my brother and my sister. Now I'm the middle child now, so I don't know where I came from either. If that's the case. But the fact of the matter is, is that put all of that aside. I have prayed, and God has taught me, and it, and I've learned to be able to accept her for who she is. The problem is, she can't accept me for who I am. And just like you said, I'm not at the point where I need a mother. I'm a grown woman. I got my own kids. I don't need to be mother. She's still, she's still back there. She's not at the point where she can pick up a relationship right now and move on and be able to say, oh, yeah, y'all moving? Okay, cool. Can I do anything to help? She's still at the point where, why are you moving? Well, who, you don't know nobody there. And the third degree, and then if it's not a decision that she likes, then she just don't want to deal with you. So if she were at the point where this thing could be different, then, okay, it would be. Thanks. I can well, listen, people for who they are. I, I know for me, once again, I'm I'm a little different, you know. Um, I'm not going to carry your burden because you're not ready to deal with me. That's fine. That's on you. I, you did your part by trying to reach out, which to me is a little bit different than what Pastor was saying. Is which is a little bit different than than me. I'm not reaching out. I I, I did that. You know what I mean. And, and we would text and we would converse. You know, and it shit lasted for about two weeks, maybe a month, and it just died off. One, I'm not I'm not really interested in 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 trying to build it, and I'm not really interested in you know the 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 bullshit. You know what I mean? Like you, you really don't care. You doing this shit because I'm calling you, or you texting me. You know what I mean? Like it's very generic, almost like some some instant reply that that come pre-programmed on your phone. You follow me? So mm-hmm. because there's nothing into it, I'm not putting anything in it either. You know what I mean? You know, you know the grandkids' birthday. You know everything. So it's on you to reach out. I'm not gonna reach out and you be like, hey. Happy Father's Day. You know, truthfully, no disrespect, but I don't give a fuck about a father. It's about their daddy's day. Happy Daddy's Day. Because anybody can father a child, but it takes that man to, to be that daddy. You know what I mean? So I'm not, I'm not, I, me personally, me personally, no, it's not baggage, it's luggage. Because every day from, you know, Tying shoes to to making sure you know pushing you on the bike to teach you how to ride the bicycle, all that counts. Who blood run through you don't count. That don't that don't mean that don't mean shit unless you need a blood transfusion. It's not about the paternal relationship. Oh, the paternal. It's about the relationship. Biological don't, doesn't matter. It's their relationship. 
is, is what matters. Marcus and Pastor got their relationship. Right. Pastor and and and, and father, they just got the the biological. So again, why is it absolutely necessary that he open his baggage and address it right now? Man, you, ain't, you ain't ever got to address it. You ain't ever got to open your baggage. But you can't be mad at a youngster for doing it because that's not his situation. Right. <laughs> that ain't his situation. Now, what, now you got to be prepared when youngster be like, Daddy, Granddaddy, let's go to lunch. Nah. I'm good. That's going to be a very awkward-ass iced tea y'all drinking, man. That's going to be very awkward. That lemonade, man. Y'all got some stronger than this because this shit about to get real. Because <laughs> youngster intelligent. Youngster go, go ask questions. And he going to put everybody on the spot. The waitress is going to be like, oh, I'll come back. She's going to start breaking shit because I know I ain't take y'all order, uh, but here goes some pancakes. <laughs> here goes some. Like, because... It's gonna get it's gonna get heavy and it's gonna get deep and it's gonna get uncomfortable. But the only way to to get over it is to get through the uncomfortable session. Yeah. Yeah. So address it before it address you. Pastor, quiet. What's going on, man? You still with me? Oh, I'm listening. <laughs> I'm, I'm listening. I'm just processing. I'm just yeah. processing. It's been a while since I had pancakes, so I mean, I'm just processing, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she's going to bring to the table, man. She, she's scared now. But then, you know, you never no. really know. You know, you it, a whole lot of different things can, can happen from this, you know, situation. You know, it could be it can be God's way of your son can be that bridge between you and your father. You have no you have no idea where this thing gonna go, where it's gonna take you and how it's gonna all fall out. You know, obviously it's something you have to process and, you know, talk with your wife about and pray your way through. And yeah, You'll see it clearly at some point. You know, it may take days, weeks, shoot. You may see it clearly as soon as you hang up the phone. Um, but again, you know, is is the topic. The point is is baggage, and we all have it. You know, it's it's something that's very real. And unless somebody, you know, just opens it up. We don't we don't tend to address it. We tend to leave it where it is. Packed up, tucked away. Shoot, sometimes you don't even realize you have the baggage until a situation happens. You're like, oh, what? I don't know. I ain't like that situation too tough. And you sit back and you think, well, why? Like, why are you feeling some kind of way about that situation? Because you have baggage. <clears throat> I wish there was a way to um, engage um, the folk that are listening. I wish there was a way where they could, you know, I don't know, text or email or whatever and say, okay, this is this is a blessing to me or this is where I am or, mm-hmm. you know, I've been the one with that baggage. I'm the one that calls this person 
to have the baggage. I'd love to hear, um, you know, what folk are, are, are hearing and and saying tonight because, um, I mean, all three situations are totally different. You know, Q and his father, you know, uh, you know, uh, that's a different situation than me. And my situation mm-hmm. is totally different than Monica. Um, and I don't know that any of them hurt. Uh, you know, as a, I know my sisters, um, one of them at least, they desire a relationship with, they, they need him. They need the, they need it. They need to hear him. They need to, you know, they need him. And me, I don't, you know, I just, you know, I put it in the bag and put a tag on it and said it's mine and I'll open it whenever I want to open it, you know. So I don't know how Monica, you know, I don't know if it's easier for Monica to deal with what she's dealing with or easier for me or easier for Q. I don't know. I don't know. Everybody hey, has man, their own my, bag. My Everybody bag is wrapped up. My, 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 my 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 luggage is 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 my is, is wrapped up. It's cellophane wrap that that saran wrap, and they say caution, do not enter, like that police <laughs> sticker tape. <laughs> I mean, hey, warning, protected by viper, you know, you go over next time you get close by. So I mean, everybody, whatever, you really don't know that what's affecting you until you to like like it was said until somebody puts you back in that situation. You know what I mean? You don't know that it's affecting you. But it's sure, also even, like even my... in this relationship, even in the relationship with your father, you know, until it came, it was like, damn, all, all these years, you know, I ain't had no relationship with this joker. Now, this come about, now it's in my face. So I kind of got to and address that's the... I, I got And me. that's what, that's, that's what I was about to say, you know. Um, you know, I, I I think it's obvious. Well, I don't think I know for sure that it's obvious that there's a reason why I'm having to uh, have this conversation, you know, over and over and over. You know, um, in January we had this a similar conversation on this line, and then other things have happened that, you know, brings it back to the forefront. You know, no matter how many times I try to hide it away or – you know, I don't really try to hide. I just ignore it, and uh, it keeps coming back. And then t- tonight was just absolutely blatant. That, you know, he said, "I got something I need to holler at you about." You know, and again, if you had asked me, did he have a girl pregnant? I would say probably not. If you asked me, is he in jail? I would say no. If you asked me, had, was he doing some type of drug? I would say I would doubt it. I'd be, you know. But the last thing I would have thought of was that he had called my father. I, that was not even on the radar anywhere, and so it brought it back to the forefront again. And so what I'm saying to everybody is, you know, sometimes we need to pay attention to the patterns in our life. Maybe, maybe God really is trying to get free us from something, or free us for something. I don't know. Um, you know, I will admit it's embarrassing for me to try and lead people in the direction they should go, and. You know, at the same time being lost in the direction that I'm in, you know. So uh, I'll admit that, you know. But I'm I'm not a perfect man by any stretch of the imagination, and I'm bold enough uh, to 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 let you know what I'm going to teach you is true. But I'm not going to tell you that uh, I always live true. I'm an imperfect person. So uh, 
but at the same time, it keeps popping up. So I think it's obvious that the Lord wants me to, in some kind of way, I don't know what it is, deal with it. But um, I still haven't taken the time to try and find out. So um, I guess it's my cross. I got to bear it. Um, so I'm asking you this question. Didn't... I'm asking you this question. All right. You, if if one of your one of the people in your congregation say, Pastor, you know, me and my father have been estranged for years, and he he called me the other day, and I missed the call. Should I call him back? What should I do? What you gonna say? I don't know. Let me let you let me let you call Marcus. What, what, how you nah, gonna handle that? I can't do that. I got I got to step up, man. I got to step up. I got to tell him. Listen, you know, you pray, but I think you need to contact your father. I think you need to get in touch with him. You see what I'm saying? It was easy for me to say that. For them, for them, it's easy for me to tell you, uh, you know, not to do crack cocaine, but, you know, if I got a rock in my hand, you know, uh, so, yeah, I would tell them right quick, yeah, you need to call your father. You don't, you don't need, simply because the Bible says, you know, if you find your brother in a fault or whatever, you go to them. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath. All the good stuff that the Bible says. In other words, deal with your issues. Now, if they choose not to hear you, then the Bible, and I'm talking about Monica's situation now, if they choose not to hear you, then you can shake that dust off your feet and go on. But and we've got to put forth an um, a effort to, uh, matter of fact, this is what the Bible says about handling uh, disagreements. He said, okay, if somebody offends you, whatever, whatever, you go to them, you try and, and, and resolve it. If they won't hear you, then you you get somebody else, another brother. So, for instance, let me use it like this. If my dad and I have, you know, come to odds, okay, I try to go to him and say, hey, look, I want to talk to you about this, on and on and on. And then when my daddy won't listen, then now, accuse the man of God, I go and say, hey, look, he wouldn't hear me. Now we pray, we go back, and we'll say, okay, um, Let's try to reason this thing out. Out Now, after then, if you don't hear me, that's when the Bible says shake the dust off your feet and go on about your business, you know. and But, see, my thing is I don't want to involve um, anyone. Uh-oh. Matter of fact, I've talked, to you, I've talked to you guys about it more than anybody. Uh-oh. So yeah, now you're going to have about over. <laughs> no, 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 not quite, not quite. Yeah. So <laughs> when it, so you don't want to involve anybody. Although the word says this is the direction and this is the way it should That's go. It. You on it? Okay, okay. Now, and so it depends. He did say for this for the purpose yeah. of, his, of this call, he was a man. He was a son. Absolutely, he was a father. He didn't say he was he was he was a pastor now. <laughs> so for that purpose, you know, he hey, he's a man. I ain't, I don't want to bring nobody else in my business. Yeah, I get that, but you ain't he. You're not bringing anybody else in there. You know what I mean? You bringing you keeping the, the the spirit of God. You know what I mean? The, the spirit is there. You know what I mean? Because two or more, he said, a man of God. So that means when two or more gathered in my name, I'd be in the midst. So that way, when we go together as one, the spirit, we're going to address the situation. 
Well, you know what, Pastor? Maybe maybe your second, maybe your number two is Marcus. Maybe that's why he opened your luggage, because God gave him that key to open it and say, you know what, I'm going to need you to do this, because I need your dad to do this. So so because you didn't put anybody else in it, you know, God and God did that for you. So you already have your number two. I'm and I'm not you know, I'm not saying do one thing or the other. I'm just saying that could be. You pray about it, you'll see your way through it, but that could be it. Or maybe maybe it should be the missus because she ain't got no skin in the game. She ain't got no skin in the game. None. She she know because sometimes what we commune may not come across as you know as clear as what we're trying to say, but our significant others, my wife, your wife, know exactly what we're saying and can communicate that better to give whoever we're talking to a, a better understanding and take some of the aggression down, take some of the hostility down. You know what I mean? Oh, she could definitely take some of the wind out the chest. That's for sure, because she does. She understands that she's she's had to deal with it for um, you know an extended period of time. So she knows. I mean, she knows way more than Marcus does. You know, she she's been a part of it for an extended period of time, man. So I don't know it. <laughs> if y'all want to put I, this uh, put this zip this thing up and put it back in the closet. I think everything would probably You can right. do that. It's, it's yours. It's your it's, it's, it's your luggage, your baggage, and your closet. Now, yeah. I'm going to tell you this. The reason why I haven't had, I wouldn't have my wife do it because my father isn't privy enough to meet my wife. Stop it. You did? <laughs> looking at Okay. No, 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 no. Straight up now. Because if, if you wasn't that guy for me, I'm, I'm me being the protected I am. I'm gonna protect all my loved ones from this. You follow me? Wow. We're not gonna I go. They, we've been invited to several family reunions, but I know how my family get down. Uh, no, nah, we won't be there. Hmm. He need a word, Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, already got a word, and that word is no. Oh, is that it? That's it. Y'all comment no. Well, well, let me ask you: What are you gonna tell Michael, Mason, and Mika? What are you gonna tell them when I don't know grandparents day pop up in September? All right, and they say we got to write a letter to Grandma and Grandpa, and uh, I want to invite Grandpa to, you know, Grandparents Day. I want to go see Grandpa. I want to go see. What? Tell me exactly what you're gonna tell them. I will say, son, your daddy got to work. No, I would. In, <laughs> in that case, in the event that that something like this come about, I'm gonna have to set aside. You know, we're gonna call. You're going to call from my phone. You're going to be on speakerphone. The moment shit start going left, that's when I got to step in as daddy and say, Junior, go to the room. Let We about to have this conversation. 
You know okay. what I mean? Because once again, there are several roles that we wear as a man and as a father or as a daddy. And and one of those is the protector. So I'm not going to sit here and have you make my son this promise. No, you're not going to keep it. I'm I'm not. So if he calls and says, I want to meet my grandkids' son, you know, and um, he said, I'll be in on the plane at blah, blah, blah. He calls you from the airport. He is there. He is here. And he is here. He's on his best behavior. He is here. And let's just say for this weekend alone, he's on point. He's not He's not talking about the past. He's not bring, All he's doing is being granddad. That's all he's doing. Would you allow that to happen? Yeah. We will go to, we're going to go to Waffle House, and we like Waffle House, and we're going to sit here, we're going to have a conversation. And that's where it's going to be, and that's where it's going to stop right there. Now, this goes smoothly. Then maybe there'll be a conversation next week. Maybe. Now, we're going to baby step this thing into this. But once again, I'm on edge. I'm on alert. My antennas are up because in the event, the first time of trouble, son, go to the car. Daddy got something to handle. I'll be there in a little bit. So so you you walking into this thing anticipating that it's going to go the same as it's always been. <laughs> yeah, because history, history yeah. Repeat, repeats itself. History Come repeats itself. Now. You prove, prove to me that you're wrong, that I'm wrong. Prove me wrong, please. Oh, I'm not saying Please. no. I'm, no, I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking right, about you. I'm right. talking about him. I want him to prove me wrong. I'll be happy that you prove me wrong for the sake of my kids. Okay. 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 You know what? But I will you, afford them that opportunity. Okay. That's good because I, I thought you were saying, no, nah, they're not even going to ever get that opportunity. But I, I hear you. I hear you. I'm glad you would at least give them that listen, if they ask for it. Because again, you know, yeah, he he made uh, he he made he made effort. He he mm-hmm. he did everything that he was going to do. Because we're not going there just for this. No, you came here. We're going to meet you at at the Waffle House. We're going to have this conversation. Going to introduce, and but I'm sitting up there, you know, on the edge of my seat, just in case. Okay. I pray that it goes well, but, but I'm prepared if it doesn't. And as long as it's going well, it'll continue. It, it'll continue. Okay. Now, the I first time that, that it doesn't, the first time that it doesn't go, let's say he called and he doesn't answer, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, what's going on? I'm on alert. The daddy, grandpa didn't answer. Now, maybe grandpa is at work or set a phone call, you know, he couldn't answer you know, hey, yo, bruh, my son called you, you know, I expect a phone call back. Because now I'm, I'm, I'm being in daddy mode, I'm protecting, and if you don't ever call back, I guarantee you he won't ever call you again. Hmm. You don't get three strikes. You don't get three strikes. <laughs> no, not with, the deal, not with my kids. Because hmm. two and three will hurt. Strike two and three will hurt. 
And now it's going to hurt me because I put them back in that situation knowing how I thought he was. See, so... I'm sorry, wife. (laughs) No, no, no. You're fine. I just, you know, it's... You just unpack some of your baggage. That's all. All I ask you to do, as your brother, all I ask, all I ask you to do is, first of all, you know, um, your word to me matters, and um, you know, but it's your word. But I, I'd love for you to promise me that you will not um, put your boys in the predicament that you and I are in right now. That they they won't, uh, uh, um, you know, have children that 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 won't know their grandfather. That that we got to protect them from their grandfather and all that. I want you to promise me that you will not walk out on your boys and that you will not walk away from your wife. I need that tonight. And then the next thing is, promise me also that um, you won't wait as long as I've waited to try and. Are to be forced to deal with this, you know. It's, 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 and I know it's just a coincidence. I got that, but it's kind of funny to me that, you know, um, your boy's name start with an M, and my son is dealing with this. Marcus, his name just happened to start with an M. Don't wait till your boys get 20 years old, and let let them let them uh, unzip your bag for you. Don't don't do that, man. <laughs> you know, you stay you stay there with them. You know, and even though Marcus and I, we haven't, we've had conversations, he's been a part of conversations, but I've never asked him, unfortunately, um, how does it make you feel not having your grandfather in your life? I, I, I failed in that area. I didn't, you know, now again, I stepped up being a dad. I made sure, uh, you know, he had a game, I was there. He had a play, I was there. Uh, he needs his haircut. I'm there. His first shave. I did it. Uh, tying his shoes, riding the bike, uh, girlfriend trouble. You know, anything you name. I'm I'm there. I'm on point with him. I I put money in his pocket. I show him how to walk. I show him. How, I got all that. But I did not discuss with him how this. this you didn't. You didn't I connect the generations. I did not. I was selfish because I kept it with me. And so what I did was I protected him from it instead of helping him with it. And I, I think I may have handled it the wrong way. You know, I got I got two other sons also. My oldest son, Dorian, you know, his thing is, you hurt my dad, you hurt me. And that's just plain and simple. That's just how he feels. He's not going to say very much. But if you hurt my dad or my mom, you hurt me. Okay? And then my youngest son, you know, he's up 15 He's just kind of coming into it. He's not really, you know, and I'm doing him just like I did Marcus and Dorian. I, they've heard me talk about him, but I've never asked them, how is this affecting you? On Grandparents' Day, their grandmother showed up at the school, you know, but we didn't even address the granddaddy. We didn't do it. So, And the reason being is because I protected them from him instead of exposing them to it. I've had his number the entire time. You know, but that was that was 
That was my daddy. That wasn't their grandfather. I just need for you to, to promise me, man, that you're going to stay there with your boys and you being the man that you are. I know you are. I just want to hear you say it. And I want to hear you tell me that, you know, if there is an issue, and I don't, you decide whether there is or not, but you're not going to wait until your son gets 20 years old at sophomore in college and all of a sudden you get that call. I, I mean, well, this is, <laughs> this is my promise to you. This is my promise to you. I promise you that I'm all, I'll always be in my kid's life. I promise you that. I promise you that me and my wife will always be solid. I promise you that. I promise you that our foundation is love, is God. Yes, sir. I promise you that. It's real. I also promise you that I will always protect my kids from any and everybody. So with that being said, if they want to, I will afford them that. That's their, that's their right. But I will always be their protective daddy. I'm daddy. I'm not just father. I'm daddy. Yeah. Yeah. You dig? So if that's what oh, you yeah. want to do, then I'll, I'll set it up. And he and I will make it happen. And I will have y'all at the meeting place. He, he will not be here until the trust is there. You're not going there until the trust is there. Because with no trust, the moment something happened, that's it's going down. Because it says, although it says honor your mother and your father, it says parents do not provoke your children. <laughs> so don't provoke me by messing with my young. Well, everything that you said, as far as I'm concerned. Um, is dead on point. I think that you have that um, responsibility not only to expose them if that's what they want, but also to protect them. You, Of course you're going to do that. I don't, I don't expect you to do anything other than that. So I'm just glad to hear you say what you said. And the reason I said it, even though I know you're going to be there for your wife, I know you're going to be there for your kids, there's no doubt about that in my mind. I, I wanted everybody listening to know that there's some people on there that feel like I do, feel like you do, and feels like Monica do, but they need to understand. They need to hear you say, okay, even though this guy's done this, you know what? Um, if my children want this because I love them and to, you know, you know, to fill that void in their life, if they feel like they have it, I'm willing to make that happen. But under my guidance, under my leadership, under my guidelines, so, you know, maybe we help somebody tonight. Maybe maybe somebody's going to open up a little bit. But, you now, know, real quick, I'll advise real quick, Tasha, my wife wanted to say something. She, she's about to say something, and I'm real curious to hear what she's Let's about to say. I do want to say something. Thank you. Um, I want to say to Pastor where he had said that all this time he has protected his children from his dad because it wasn't he didn't see the situation as it being their grandpa it was his dad and so he kind of covered his children from that um, you know and spoke candidly pretty candidly about the situation with my mom on the flip side of that what I've done 
is I did expose her oldest, he's 13. Um, mm-hmm. I did expose him to her. And here's the unfortunate part. He got to see her for who she is. And now the problem there is you go. when I ask him, um, do you want to call your grandma? I mean, it, does it affect you that, you know, does it bother you that she doesn't call you and, you know, doesn't take your invitation to your birthday and stuff? No, ma'am, tell you the truth, I really don't want to deal with her. Well, wait, why not? Because, you know, that's not the way you treat people. She can't treat you like that. So, wow, there you go. And this he is, made that choice. You know, and, and he's in, this is his choice. You're right. Um, I didn't have to, I don't ever down talk her. I don't bad talk her. But we talked last week about living your truth. I've never lied to him about her. I won't lie to him about her. I won't lie to him about me. And the things that I've done that I think, you know, that that wronged her, she believes it wronged her, what have you, he knows about. Because I, he has to learn to be able to either accept a relationship or or not. And it doesn't affect him. So, you know, it's kind of that, you never really know how your children are going to react until, you know, you either you expose them or just sit down and be real with them. You know, right? You know, here's what they may surprise you. They may surprise you. You're right. Just like you, you know, you you don't know. So again, it's our children. You know, like my husband, and there's no doubt he he's gonna protect us. Come at hell or high water, you know. The lights go off here. If we have a storm, my husband don't go to sleep. He sits up in his chair until the power comes back on, and then he goes and he checks the perimeter and everything else to make sure that nothing was breached. And you know, then he'll lay down, even if it ain't but two hours before he go to work. Um, so we we do that to protect our children. But right. you know, again, I. For me, and what protects is, is truth. Hey, you gotta you gotta decide for yourself. And so now we're faced with a situation where there's gonna be an event in June that's actually gonna take place on my son's birthday. We don't even want to go because he doesn't. He's like, I don't I don't want her to ruin my birthday. Wow, wow. You know, so he decided for himself. He decided for himself. And I can tell you that when it's she will go through like that boy, Michael, that one. If anybody, if I thought that anybody or anything could change her, it would be him. Wow. I would almost be tempted to say, Michael will be your marker. Michael will be the one to pick up the phone and say, hey. Oh, you know, I don't know what happened between you and my mom, but I'm gonna need you to fix that because you can't, you can't treat her like that. You know, I got brothers that that need to know you, want to know you, you know, and he probably say I'm good if if you don't want to talk to me, but you can't, you can't keep treating my mom. You know, he would probably be that one, and she would probably say, okay, Michael, if that's what you want me to do, now. I'll call your mama. Now, Pastor. Yes, sir. Uh, I, you, you, you've asked something of me, 
And and you know, like I always say, I, I don't make guarantees because I'm not a I'm not a car salesman. But I promise you that, brother to brother, man to man, out of love and out of faith, I want you to promise me that you will not hinder Marcus and his grandfather's relationship. Wow. Wow, wow. Wow, that's big. Uh, can you define, can you define <laughs> hinder? I mean, are you saying don't discuss it with Marcus? Are you saying don't influence how he interacts? What did you define that for me? You just did it. <laughs> I don't need to. You already did it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because, because, because in, in all seriousness and in all fairness, that's your issue. That's your issue. That's between you and your pops. You're your father. That has nothing wow. to do with Marcus. This right here can be what breaks that generational curse. You know, I, I, again, I get on here um, with this thing fresh, so I haven't had a chance to, again, pray, evaluate, or anything. But I think I would be uh, doing my son a disservice if I you know, influence him any way in any way whatsoever. If I said you don't need to call him, if I said be careful, if I said anything other than, you know, look, I love you and you know, I'm glad we can talk about anything. He knows that's a he knows that that's a that's a tough place for me. And uh and he he didn't call asked to speak to my wife. He told me first and then I told him I said, Hold on, you know, I need you to I need her to hear this from you, and uh, and so he did talk about it. So, Q, I love you. God knows I love you, man, and and Lord knows I love my son. I love him, man, and uh, I can say honestly, um, I can't say that there's not some anxiety. It's not trying to rise up, but I promise you this: I will not um, get in the way of, of their relationship. I do know my son well enough to know that he know what pain feels like. He know what it feels like to be loved and to be, you know, somebody blowing sunshine up his backside. He knows all of it. He knows when to hold him and when to fold him. He knows when to run. He knows that. So um, he's man enough to protect himself. And when he, he can't handle it, he'll come to me and go, I can't make you that promise. Um that I will uh, stay in my lane. I'll, I'll put it like that, but I'll stay in my lane. And if he wants to talk about it, he'll bring it up. I won't even ask him, hey, how y'all doing or whatever, whatever. I, if he wants to talk about it, you know, I'm here. But if he doesn't, then I'm still here regardless. So um, as painful as it is, I'll stay in my lane, man. I'll stay I'm gonna say this too. But you in trouble. But you in trouble because I'm gonna talk to you about it from now to eternity. I'm gonna keep throwing it. Oh, that's cool. I I will always answer my phone. But I'm gonna tell you this, and I'm gonna make a promise to my wife. Well, my son, when she say, "Who you gonna bless?" and he's and he named everybody, and he named his grandma and his grandpa. I'm gonna stop thinking. What the hell? 
<laughs> no, no, because that's, that's that's because our thoughts bring bring on actions. You know what I mean? And our thoughts that's tend right. to you know as he get older, he says that he may say, "Dad, why you say that?" And then now this is an opportunity for me to to influence him. Right. And I want to keep his thoughts right. pure. I want to keep his thoughts pure. Yeah. So I have to stop doing that because wow. he should be thankful for his grandma and his grandpa because those were the catalysts for his mom and his daddy. Regardless of, of yep. our relationship, they brought forth us to bring forth him. That's right. So That's I got to right. stop that. I'm going to go stop that. So now it's a lot, it's a lot of promises that has been made, and, and, and it's a lot of it's a lot of, of of ground that has been covered. I mean, at some point now we might actually score if if we just keep by, you know these 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 you know these first downs. You know we keep making it. At some point we may actually score, and you know your father can have a sit down with or without Marcus. You know what I mean? Man, my father may have a sit down with or without my family, you know what I mean, and so on and so forth, you, you know what I mean? Now, I'm not saying that, you know, we're trying to win the, the championship. I never mm. said that. I just simply said we may actually score. Mm. <laughs> I got you, man. <laughs> I, I, I really, I hear everything you say, and, and I will say this. I am um, – well, I can, I think I'll speak for both of us. We're better getting off this phone than we were before we came on it, because this mm-hmm. this wasn't this wasn't in the plan. This wasn't. I mean, it just wasn't. And um, I know God had to have His hand on it. And I believe somebody's listening that can relate to what we have just muddled through for the last couple of hours, man. Because this is uh, what we just talked about is life. This is not. A fairy tale is not made up topics it's not you know you know some of the laughter you hear at least for me is you know reverse tears I mean honestly I laugh to keep from I'd rather not talk about it you know to be honest with you out of sight out of mind but that's not the way we should deal with things let's deal with it we shouldn't fear anything or anybody let's deal with it so I thank let's the two of you uh, yeah I thank the two of you and uh, and and cue you, my horse. If you never win a race, man, I I I, I love oh, you being man. real, brother. I love you being real. That means that means the world to me that you don't tell me what I want to hear. You tell me what I'm supposed to hear. And uh, thank you for respecting me as a pastor, but understanding that I am a man and uh, everything. And same to you, Monica. I really greatly appreciate that. And uh, um. You know, it's making me a better man, which in turn will enable me to be a better pastor. So thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Well, in this conversation, we was, we was having lunch, and it, and it came about, and I really didn't know uh, where she was where she was going with it, where she was coming from. I, I really, I really didn't. She asked me earlier, "Say, you know, we gonna talk about it tonight?" Nope, sure don't. Cause I I I don't I didn't, but yeah, just like it was put on her, 
it was put on me, and we're gonna we gonna go ahead and rock with this. You know what I mean? We're gonna talk about this baggage, and we also go turn this baggage into luggage, and we go start right now. And it, like I always say, if not for us, for our kids, because they don't deserve right. it. They right. Had, they had right. nothing to do with it. They just they 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 inheriting it, but we want them to be the benefactor of it. You can't. You don't want them to benefit to 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 benefit from negativity. You want them to benefit from positive, so that way it can yield the fruit and the harvest that it's supposed to. You know what I mean? So if if mm. if the if the grandparents are messed up, let them see that for themselves and let them respect them for that. You know what? There's there's, there's grandma, there's granddaddy. Eh, I just can't deal with them like that. Respect them all the same, love them all the same, but I just know how far or how much I could. I can consume at one time. Mm-hmm. Our kids are wise. I mean, look look at their parents. You know what I mean? So they'll be able to, to make that decision themselves. But we just got to let them make it themselves versus influencing them. Just to keep it fair. Yes, sir. Wife, anything? Hey, yeah, uh, gosh, I'm, I'm like passing, you know, it's a heavy subject, but I'm, I'm thankful, grateful that, you know, we, we're going to hang up better than, better than we were when we joined, um, you know, just I, live in your truth, whatever that may be, your baggage, your luggage, all, just live in your truth, and you know, I, I guess for me, I decided a long time ago that, you know, I felt like I, I've hid for so long um, trying to be who my mom, who I thought my mom needed me to be in order to have a mom. And um, it got me nowhere. So when I finally started to live in my truth, it, it freed me from from that. It freed me from wanting to please her. It freed me from wanting to change and felt feeling like I needed to conform to who she needed me to be or who I thought she needed me to be. And um and you know, it exposed a thirteen year old and and he he's living in his truth. You know, so I mean I think that there's no right or wrong way to how you handle your baggage. It's it's about whatever makes you peaceful. Now that's liberation right there. I one of the I I never promote anybody or anything. Uh, but one there's a song called Liberation with by me is the author's an outcast or the artist, excuse me. I, listen if you would listen to that once or twice, then you can kinda of get a, a, a clearer understanding because it addresses the same uh, same thing that we we're talking about, you know what I mean? Not in depth because they don't know our situation, but it talks about you know when you when you when you walk to the point your feet hurt, you know what I mean? To please other people versus saying you know what I'm gonna do this for me. You know when you're trying to live to your mom expectations and you say you know what now nah, because I ain't getting nowhere. The moment you live in your truth. You become a better mother, and you become a great wife, 
you've become a great soulmate. You know what I mean? So it took all that for you to get where you are now. That's 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 your chapter. Now we got to start writing a chapter for our kids. But the only way they're going to connect the generation, like I said, is through us. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Thank you, babe. Okay. Remember, you the one told me earlier, you never tell me no. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> 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 but in this, but in this case, it all you know, it's it's just. I won't tell you no. I'm I'm riding with you, win or lose. But as long as you put your best foot forward, we can take over the world. Well, I'm well, I now pronounce you man and wife. <laughs> In game, all over again. Yeah. No doubt. Yep. <laughs> no doubt. My goodness. My goodness. My goodness. Uh, Heavy. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So, so Pastor, I think we've, we've, we've overloaded you enough. Wife, I think, you know, we've overloaded you enough. Uh I guess mine too, <laughs> but yeah. the reality yeah. the reality of it is just like both of you you know declared we are better at hanging up than we were when we called in, so we're gonna leave on this good note. uh I thank both of you, I thank everybody for listening uh and I love the two of you like no other unmeasurable, there's no value that can be placed on on the two of you. Uh, so, Pastor, please take us home, and we yes, will sir. be back on 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time next Tuesday. Yes, sir. Lord, thank you so much for just real conversation. And thank you, God, for allowing us to be human, to be open, to be honest, even to uh, allow ourselves to be vulnerable just for a little while. God, the only one that's perfect. As you, we're not perfect people. You've got us doing things to help others, but God, truly, um, sometimes we need help ourselves. Thank you, God, for sending a topic that is very prevalent within the community, and I pray that tonight that somebody got answers, somebody got direction, somebody was able to deal with their baggage tonight, and I pray that by the time uh, we hang up that somebody's made up in their mind, you know what? Now that I've dealt with the baggage, I'm ready to now prepare my luggage. I'm ready to move on in life. I'm ready to move forward. Uh, because truth be told, God, one thing that's holding all of us back could be just that baggage. But thank you for exposing it and causing us to deal with it. I pray for Monica and um, uh, the, the direction that you're sending her. I pray for Q and the same with him and his kids. And the same for me, God. Lord, we, 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 we made some promises to each other tonight, but we made them to you also, and none of them can be possible without you. So, Lord, continue to bless this line, bless everybody that's listening, and help it, God, to be about you getting glory and not us. Thank you for using us and using our pain to make others better. We love you, Lord. 
Bless us all as you see that we need to be blessed. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And have a great night, everybody. Amen. Amen.